Hi, and welcome to the channel. My name is Nick Basket. I'm the editor-in-chief over at BarTalks.net, which is an online resource for the coffee and cocoa industry. Now, if you've been following the channel, you know that I've been teasing uh, a new grinder that I bought, I think back in January, um, and I was going to do a big reveal. So, in fact, that coffee grinder that I bought was a Legom P64. I bought it on the 12th of January. There's only one problem. I don't actually have it yet. Now, I bought it on January, 20, January 16th, January 12th, January 12th. I bought it on January 12th, um, and they told me at the time that it was going to take uh, a month or two to, to, to get ready, that they should aim to get it for me for around mid-March, maybe late March at the latest. Um, but they required payment up front in full. And so I paid $1,585 plus another $100 of shipping. And I was expecting to get it uh, around this time, actually. So in two months, I have not heard a dicky bird from them. And you ever have that feeling sometimes where you're thinking, did I not just buy a grinder a couple months ago? I wonder where that is. And did I, you know, ever get that feeling where you, you just think of something and then that moment or that day, you know, they get in touch, something happens. And that's pretty much happened. They, I got an email from them. Um, and the email, this I got this like a couple of days ago, the email said, hello, we hope you're keeping well. Uh, yeah, thanks. As we're approaching our late March target, we would like to provide an update regarding the production status of your P64. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. As some of you may already know, COVID has been affecting many suppliers and businesses in China this year, especially as the government is going for zero COVID. That unfortunately impacted our suppliers too. As an example, our anodizer has been ordered to shut down for the past few weeks for that reason. As a result of that, we foresee that there is a slight disruption to our original production schedule. We're expecting a slight delay, unfortunately. And as anodization is key to our part production, the final step, we will need our anodizer to be back online before we can get the parts required. We expect there may be a two to three weeks delay from our original estimate to approximately mid slash late April. We feel really bad about delivering the news. Sad face. But let us know if you have any concerns or if this is disrupting your plan. Yeah, I plan to grind coffee, so it's pretty disruptive. Thanks again for your support and patience in this difficult time. We really look forward to delivering your Legon P64 when they're ready. Well, I mean, there's a couple of like little things I want to say. First of all, it's not a huge surprise. Everyone knows what's going on in China. Everyone knows what's going on with supply chains. You know, I, I'm not stressed. There's worse things going on in the world than me not getting my grinder. So I'm not going to, you know, it's not a big deal. The only thing I'd say to Legom, if they're watching, it's actually not Legom, of course, it's Optiono. The only thing I would say is, you know, from a customer services point of view, if you're not communicating with someone for months after they've just given you all their money and paid up front for something, the least you can do is use their name in the email. <laughs> just, it's a little thing, it's a little touch. Um, I like to think that they're all like pointy-headed scientists, you know, and they don't know anything about customer. So I should do know. I hope they do know about customer service. But anyway, that's what it is. So um, I thought what I'd do instead, rather than waiting another month or so until we talk about it, I thought let's talk about it now and what I what my reasons were for buying it and, and hold on, I'm hoping to get out of it 
And then you can tell me, you know, you're crazy, you're wrong, you're a fool, you're an idiot, or whatever it is. Or maybe, yeah, you know, Nick, that sounds great. So there's actually five things. I say five things, I've written them down. So hopefully they really are five. Oftentimes I get it wrong and I start thinking of things as I'm going through the list and add to them. But let's start with five. Number one, numero uno. It's the way it looks. This thing has come right out of a Stanley Kubrick 2001 Space Odyssey. It's like, shtunk. This thing is beautiful. It's beautiful in its simplicity. Its simplicity is its purposefulness. It's got a purpose in life. It was born to grind coffee, and that's it. There is no Wi-Fi connection. There is no flashing purple LED. I, man, I hate those things. I hate those things. This thing is built to grind coffee. There is nothing on this that doesn't support the function of grinding coffee. How nice is that? It's small. It fits into a kitchen well. Actually, that's another point. Um, but anyway, the way it looks. I love the way it looks. And that's very important to me that it'll f fit into whatever kind of theme I've got going on in the kitchen or whatever else. I, I, I just like, I'm going to come, I'm going to look at it, I'm going to say, there's a quality grinder. It fits into my kitchen. It's a quality thing that I own. I, I would much prefer to have a far fewer quality things than lots of lower quality things. And I'm sure most of us feel the same way. So... Nothing flashy. It's all about a utilitarian, functional elegance that's going to complement the design of my life. <laughs> that wasn't what I planned to say. Something more elegant than coffee life, but you know what I mean. So the second thing, number two, is I drink espresso. So these coffee grinders that come out that do everything, terrific for people that have an everything habit. I have an espresso habit, not an everything habit, and therefore I want it to make great espresso, and this is what it's been designed for. I configure it in such a way that it is optimized for espresso. So I got included with that price. Um, I, I configured it with the uh, SSP Redburs, which are a high uniformity. Now, if you're not sure what that really means, what it means is that when you, when you grind coffee, when you're Hopefully not with your hand like that when chopping it. That is possible, but I wouldn't recommend it. But when you grind coffee, it's doing two things. It's, it's compressing and it's shearing. Well, we're talking about flat buzz. Well, I think definitely flat buzz. You're compressing and shearing the, the coffee, the, the beans. And if you think about it, that's pretty hard to do that in, in such a way that the output is very consistent and very regular. Because um, how can you predict how that coffee bean is going to crack and it's very difficult to do i imagine i haven't tried but i can't imagine how you'd how you would predict and and, and have a consistent um have a consistent output but that's what you've got to do so this high uniformity um because what you're talking about of course as you as you're creating these different particle sizes is that different particle sizes when they meet water will extract at a different rate and you don't want really a lot of inconsistency in extraction rates because how would you then have a consistent um, output so what you want is you want a consistent output and that means having a, a high amount of the particles that you're extracting or that you're creating from your coffee beans to be of a uniform size um, possibly uniform shape too i don't really know there's a lot I, i've got to learn about this area but anyway so that's that's what this this means on the distribution curve uh, you'd have a, you'd have a lot of the particles in the center and less on the smaller and less on the, the larger, so the high uniformity. 
So that's um, so that I've got those burrs in there, and it's been designed for espresso. It's also got the the knob, the knob. I'm really fascinated about this knob that changes the speed of the motor. And the motor itself is quite a high, powerful motor. Um, but the knob allows you to change the speed of the motor, which apparently also has, for different beans, etc., um, has an impact on the level of uniformity that you, you get out of it. So that's another dimension now that I can play around with to, to, to get and extract um, great espresso. So I don't know a lot about that. Uh, I don't know a lot about how, how to, to, you know, like faster means what, slower means what, but um, I'm going to find out and I'm going to share it with you. So that's number one and two. Number three, three, we're on to three already, is zero retention. So I hate throwing away beans. I mean, the current grinder I've got is very nice, the Eureka 65E, uh, the Zenith. Uh, it's very nice, but there's a lot of retention in there. Um, it's also the, the burr set is a different kind of burr set and, and it makes great kind of chocolatey textured espresso, but it's, it's not great at, at other things. You know, it, it's not great extracting different flavors. So, um, but the retention in that is, is, is a killer for me because I, I have to waste at least three grams of coffee or more. Uh, maybe even five grams in the morning every day. You need to multiply that over a, over a month and, you know, it, it adds up. It's, even if it's not the cost, it's just kind of the, the point. It's the point of it. So you're wasting all that coffee. It's just a shame. It's a crime. It's a crime to waste coffee. So I love the fact that this is zero retention and, um, and I'm gonna, just going to weigh out 21 and a half grams and I'm going to get 21 and a half grams out. And there's no bellows involved in it and I, so i know the the bellows i was thinking about this i was thinking about you know whether i should say why i don't like bellows i realize there's no good way of saying it i'm going to look like such a snob either way but we've got an honest dialogue i'm just going to be very open with you i don't like the plasticky rubbery thing that comes off and goes on and it it looks cheap and but this is the thing this is the good point to it is that it is cheap and it makes the whole package like it makes grind companies able to make grinders at a, a lower price point um so other people can get you know, everyone can get these single dosing grinders um nobody's willing to spend sixteen hundred dollars or wants to or thinks it's a smart thing to do to spend sixteen hundred dollars on a grinder so so i get the point of the bellows uh, i just don't want it i want I want, yeah, and you know the that movie, the book, the book, the movie, the movie book, the book movie, uh, with the guy that goes to Mars, and he's part of the whole team, and he's on Mars, and then there's an accident. What, what happened? Was there an asteroid hit or something? Anyway, they they think he he's he's dead, and they get back in the spaceship and they leave, and he's left there. Uh, in the movie, it was played by Matt Damon. Uh, but the book was even better. Actually, the movie wasn't bad, but the book's better. So in there, the guy's like saying he's left. He's like, oh, crap. And he manages to get a signal back to, back to NASA and says, hey, I'm still alive. And they're like, oh, my God, you're still alive. They have to send, obviously, send a mission back to get him, but that's going to take months. So in the meantime, this guy's left with this problem, like, okay, how am I going to stay alive for these months until they can come get me. And he, and he 
says, I think somewhere in the book, he says, I'm going to have to science my way through this problem. I'm going to have to science my way through it. And I love that saying, kind of like in my head all the time, I'm going to science my way through something. And, um, and uh, I kind of feel like that's what they've done with this grinder, you know, because you're talking about flat burrs naturally retain, it's just the way that they work. The whole design is kind of like, it's not meant to, 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 to purge everything through. Um, there's a natural retention there. So, you know, having a bellows is a simple it's a simple solution. In some respects, it's very elegant because it's it's the simplest solution. But I love the fact that that some companies have engineered their way through. They've scienced it through, and they've said, "No, no, no, no. we're going to do this all mechanically. This is going to work the right way. We don't even need to pump any plastic bellows or anything." So I love that. I love that. Uh, so zero attention. We're on number three. Number four. Uh, number four is uh, the pleasurable workflow. So, you know, you come down in the morning and when you're making your coffee and if you get up like, so for me, I got up at, I got up at one twenty this morning. Uh, it, that, even that's ridiculous for me. I normally get up around four or something like that. But I, I went to the gym yesterday and I had this thing called, a, it's a plunge pool. It's like an ice bath. It just made me exhausted or maybe it was just actually exercising. I went away. I was exhausted. Yes, I went to bed really early. Got up at, at 20 past one. So I'm down. I'm, I'm making my first espresso around two o'clock in the morning. So two o'clock in the morning, I'm making an espresso. And uh, I feel like, I feel like when you start the day, how it starts is an indicator of how it's going to go on. I mean, that's not always true, but it kind of always feels that way to me. If I have a messy start to the day, kind of is a bad indication that the rest of the day is going to be a bit tricky. Whereas if my day goes smoothly in the morning, I feel like I'm ready and I'm prepared to do anything. And so making that coffee is very important on, on different levels. Not only because I want a great coffee, I can only drink so much coffee. I can't like get it wrong four or five times and on the fifth time go, oh yeah, it's a great cause. But then I'm you know out of my mind. So I sort of want to get it right but I also want to enjoy the process. I don't want to have a lot of mess. I don't want to have, you know, I don't want to have a lot of hassles. I don't want to get frustrated. Like, oh God, you know what? I want to be able to, I want to be able to set it up in such a way that I have control. I have, I don't, I wouldn't say no mess. I don't mind there being, you know, a little bit of mess to clean up, but I just don't want it to be, I don't want it to be a mess. I want the process to be a very, zen interaction process where it's adding to my it's adding to the 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 zen of the morning it's not subtracting from the zen of the morning that makes sense and i love the i love the build quality i love the look i love the zero retention and all of that and and the whole workflow the whole workflow just seems to make an awful lot of sense to me now obviously we'll see when i get it Maybe it won't be as good as I'm hoping or think it'll be. But obviously I think and hope that it will be. So that's number number four. The fifth point is the easy maintenance. And that I suppose is kind of it's kind of related to point number four, but you know, how cool is it that on this great machine, on this great machine that you that you can get access to the burrs to clean it without any tools and again you know doing something as simple as that is quite 
a complicated process. The simpler you want to make something, usually the more thought and effort has to go into the engineering of it. So they've made this machine that you can, this grinder, that you can access the burrs quickly without any tools, clean it, and has such high tolerances, they claim, you have to see, that when you put it all back together again, you haven't lost any of the, um, you haven't altered the, 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 the profile. And so what that means to me is that I don't have to like finish my beans before I clean it, because that's what I do at the moment, my hand grinder. My hand grinder, I won't give it a clean even if it needs it if I'm halfway through a bag of beans because I know I'll have to recalibrate afterwards. I don't want to do any recalibration and waste the coffee and time. Instead, I just want to have, I want to be able to clean it, put it back together. Setting is the setting that it was. I continue. And that's what I can do with the Legom. So the, um, the ability to disassemble and reassemble quickly without tools and without losing any of the alignment, that's, uh, that's a peach for me. So tell me, these are my five things. Um, for the money, it's quite a lot. I mean, but I suppose, you know what? There's, there's, there is one more. There is one more. Uh, one more thing. Who is that? Steve Jobs. What did, he, what did he say at the end of his presentation? He always used to go, oh, there's one more thing. There's one more thing. The one more thing for me, of course, is, is why am I getting another grinder? This is all great, but I mean, I've got two grinders. I've got a hand grinder and I've got a, I've got a, a Zenith um, Eureka E64. Why would, I, why would I want another grinder, another flatbow grinder? And the thing for me is this, it's, it's, it's clarity. It's really, I'm trying to get what I, what I love about the grinder I've got is the texture that it produces. Um, what I don't like about it is the fact that it's not single dosing the amount of um, retention it has and the fact that the, the burst set that I've got in there, I probably could change the burst set out, but it's still got the retention issues and, and it's not single dosing. But the, um, the, the burst set produces a very good kind of chocolatey espresso. We talk about, let's say, the primary flavor. So let's say you've got a bag of beans and they say, uh, the flavors you should expect from this, from this coffee is, I don't know, chocolate and um, panacetta and orange or something like that, right? And you maybe get the chocolate through and you may have a hint of the orange or a hint of the apricot or whatever it might be, and, but you've got no panacetta, you know, or whatever it is like that. Let's say you've got the primary flavors. It's great at producing the, the primary flavors, but the secondary flavors, the isolation of those different flavors doesn't come through. It's not great at clarity. That's what we mean by clarity. And I really want to start experimenting because I get these coffees through. I get lovely coffees through and I can see, I can, it gives me a hint, sort of a, a tease and a taste of, the, of the, the potential. But I don't feel like I'm getting the potential out of those coffees. I'm hoping that this is going to help me along the way with that um, whilst making my whole experience more enjoyable. So that's the reason I, I bought this grinder. I also feel that with that kind of build quality and, and the way it works, that this is a grinder that actually I'm, it's going to scratch my itch, if I can put it that way. It's going to scratch my itch, and I'm not going to feel the need that I, oh, a year down the road, oh, there's a better grinder out. Maybe I, maybe I, I need to get that other thing. Maybe I'll be wrong about that, but I'm hoping this is a grinder that's going to last me for many, many years. Anyway, tell me what you think. Did I make the right choice? Do you think I should have bought something else? Feel free to, to, to call me out on that. Tell me what you think. 
uh, did my reasons make sense to you? And do you think they'll be addressed by the um, by the P64? Uh, oh, also, finally, um, one more thing. <laughs> I'm going to Amsterdam on the uh, 30th. I'll be there until, I think, the 1st. So I'm going to do the Amsterdam Coffee Festival. Anybody wants to meet up there, uh, hit me up. Let's put a little comment below. We'll get in touch. And uh, I'd love to see you out there. I'm going to go see the San Remo. I think San Remo have a stand there. And I plan to steal whatever I can that's on their stand. Um, that's my challenge, is to go up there, cause a distraction, maybe a fire, something like that, and then just steal everything I can from their stand. Um, they, there's quite a small kind of little... I went to the very first one they did. They, there's kind of a small little coffee festival. But they've got some good... They've got some good things going on there. They got um, uh, last time I was there, I did see. I met some really interesting people. Met some really interesting companies, smaller companies as well. So I'm uh, very interested to see what happens there today. We're also going to be meeting some friends out in Amsterdam. Uh, so it's kind of a good reason to dovetail those two things together. Then I'll come back, and then the next day. I'll be going to London for the Coffee Festival in London at the Excel Center. So if you're going to go to that one, that's a huge one. So if you're anywhere in the area, you definitely should go and attend that and uh, hit me up and let me know. And we'll meet up there for a coffee as well um, because there's lots going on at the London Coffee Festival. So until then, I will see you next time.